0: You're listening to episode number 17 of the Queen of Your Castle podcast. This episode, this is for the parents. This is for the step-parents. This one's for us. Um, everywhere it seems that I am have been looking on, you know, on social media and in the mom groups and the stepmom groups that I'm in on, on Facebook and the memes circulating around on Instagram, seems to be there's this general consensus that a lot of us are really overwhelmed with having all of the kids all of the time no school, no daycare, in addition to working from home. And there's kind of this SOS, it seems, going around of like, how am I gonna survive this? I can't survive this, right? I can't get my work done. My kids are driving me me up the wall because I need to get work done and they need me and I know that they need me. So I've just experienced this myself. And so I'm speaking from a place now where I really get it, however, I have figured out a way not to feel so completely drained and overwhelmed every second of every single day, even though there are kids home and even though I still have a business to run. So I hope that you find this episode um, helpful. I hope that you can find a way to reach for a little bit more peace and a little bit more joy and a little bit less stress and a little bit less overwhelm, even though we are in, we hear it all the time, unprecedented times with it. This is... We're living in history right now so i hope that this episode will help you reach for a place of feeling a little bit better with all of the increased demands that you are probably probably experiencing in your life right now where would you take your life if you knew you could not fail i get it as a stepmom mom and entrepreneur Sometimes it can feel like what everyone else expects of you versus what you dream about for yourself are on opposite ends of the spectrum. As a woman, you're taught from a very young age what society thinks you're worth based on how you look, how you behave, and how much money you're allowed to bring in. But I'm here to show you that you can be the woman who has it all and not just on the outside. I'm Brittany Lynch, and you are the queen of your castle. Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, good morning, good evening. Uh, I hope that wherever and whenever that you are tuning into this from, that you are doing well, that you are healthy, that you are safe, that your loved ones are healthy, your loved ones are safe. Um, I've completely taken a break from the news So I'm not really sure what's going on in the world right now, Uh, but I do know that we are still practicing social distancing measures here in Alberta. So I'm going to assume that you are also still practicing social distancing measures in one way, shape, or form. And, you know, I've heard a lot of, a lot of discontent from parents and from step-parents about the struggles, right? The struggles of trying to work from home or run a business from home now with all of the kids out of school and out of daycare. Uh, I know here in Canada, schools are closed until at least September. Um, So kids are home, right? And people are working from home and it's overwhelming and I get it and I've just lived through it. I've lived to tell the tale. Uh, So that's what I wanna talk to you about today because I ended up figuring out something that was missing, like a reason I was so overwhelmed with having the kids here and trying to run my business. So we'll get into that uh, in just a second. But if you are, you know, just meeting me for the first time, my name is Brittany Lynch and I work with stepmoms from around the world who want the steps, the steps to feeling valued and respected and peaceful and confident. And if you're a stepmom, then you probably already know that, you know, that fairy tale life that you signed up for when you fell in love, probably had a few twists and turns uh, and uphill battles that, you know, maybe you weren't anticipating when you fell in love, right? But this is your story. And with the right steps, you know, with these steps, you really can live happily ever after. You really, really can. So if you want to get on the wait list so that you can be the first to know, uh, when I'll be opening up registration again for my group coaching program called Your Stepmom Story, you can go to bit.ly slash stepmom story. Okay. That's bit.ly slash stepmom story, bit.ly slash S-T-E-P-M-O-M story. And I'll make sure to post that link in the notes for you. So regardless of social distancing and this new normal that we're all adapting to, I'm on the other side of it now, right? I'm finally feeling good and happy and joyful uh, and peaceful for a few reasons. But one of the biggest reasons is that, you know, it's the beginning of May now and all the snow has finally melted here in Canada, And it's finally warm enough to go outside every day. And going outside has been a complete and total lifesaver for my parenting sanity. I will tell you that right now. So Rory, my son, he's almost two and a half. And he's been out of daycare for, you know, over a month now. And I've always had this mentality. I've always had this mentality that I'm just not the type of woman who's cut out for full-time parenting. I love my son. You know, I love my stepson. But I also love my independence and my freedom. And I love my work. I love what I do. I love working with stepmoms. I love helping stepmoms grow. I love helping stepmoms find peace and happiness. I love it. Right. And so for me, when my son came out of daycare and my stepson came out of school, that looked like basically what my every single day looked like was now completely different. Right. Um, So since the boys aren't in school or in daycare anymore, I went from having 50 hours a week of silence in my house so that I could work and so that I could write and so that I could report podcast episodes and coach clients. But now I'm a full-time parent. And so that 50 hours of weekly silence that I used to have has been replaced with, you know, puzzles and Play-Doh and snacks and board games and outside and snacks and more snacks and more snacks and crying and tantrums. And it was, it was a huge shift, right? And it was so abrupt. You couldn't have, we we, we couldn't have planned for that and none of us knew what to do, right? So, Over the last handful of years, you know, while I've had this absolute honor of working with stepmoms from around the world, one of the concerns that comes up quite often is this sense of guilt or shame or even anger and frustration that some stepmoms feel when it comes to parenting, okay? Concerns that I've heard are like, uh, well, I don't have biological kids of my own and I'm not really sure that I ever want any. So I don't know how to be a parent. Or maybe if you're anything like me, concerns like, you know, I'm a career woman. I'm a business woman. I'm an entrepreneur. I want my independence. I need my independence, right? That's important. That's important to me. And parenting's cool sometimes, but I don't like having to answer to other people and kids are other people that I don't want to have to answer to. I like living my life the way I live it, right? Kids are cool to fit into my life, but they're not the center of my universe. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of women say, I'm just not cut out for parenting, right? I'm not cut out for this. I'm not good at it. I've got too much on the go, right? I've got too much on the go to be good at parenting or bonding is really hard, right? Or I've tried so many times to bond with this stepchild of mine, we don't have anything in common. And so I wonder if any of these resonate with you, and if any of these might be contributing to the reasons that parenting feels even more stressful during these social distancing measures. But something I've really come to realize over the last little while is that really, it's not that you are not cut out for parenting. It's that the secret to finding fulfillment in parenting is learning how to be present with your kids or with your stepkids. So I'm gonna share something with you that might make it a little bit easier for you or a lot easier for you, Uh, especially right now, you know, if you're at home with kids and also trying to work from home or run your business or really trying to do anything period at home with a whole lot more parenting time than you were probably used to before. So I found personally, for me anyway, I found at the beginning of the COVID change that I was getting really, really frustrated throughout the day. Uh, My toddler, Rory, is very busy, like very, very, very busy. Uh, He's got no fear. He's got no qualms with crawling up onto things and dive bombing off of them or sticking his fingers in places that are dangerous or trying to eat things that will obstruct his airway. (laughs) So this means that he needs 100% supervision while he's awake. But at the beginning of social distancing, when he was home, I was also at the same time trying to run my business the same way as I was running it before. Okay, Meaning I was trying to do two full-time jobs at the same time, in the same hours of the day. And yes, I just wanna clarify, yes, parenting is a job, right? Parenting is work. And just because people are not paid to parent doesn't mean that it requires any less skill than paid work does, right? Parenting requires a whole incredible set of skills. And it's an extremely important career And now more than ever, now more than ever, I have the utmost respect for parents who are home all day with kids, right? I have utmost respect for people who work and raise children at the same time. So snaps, you know, snaps to every parent, like this shit's hard, right? It's hard. Parenting is hard. Snaps to parents, snaps to step-parents, like raising kids is work, period. And it can be hard and it can be thankless and it can be overwhelming and you don't get paid for it. And some people, don't consider parenting to be skilled labor, but it is. And that's a whole other can of worms for another day. So, needless to say, you know, while I was still trying to jug all of my pre COVID work responsibilities, business responsibilities, plus this new increased load of full time parenting responsibilities, it didn't work out very well for anyone. I was really frustrated with how intensely my son Rory needed me. And, you know, I'd get frustrated that I would have to make meals and walk around the house, turning off lights behind everybody and going to get groceries for the thousandth time, right? Instead of working, I was doing all of these things instead of, instead of delegating or designating my time to work. And so I felt like I was moving through cement and I was exhausted, like so exhausted. I was completely drained. So for example, you know, I'd be trying to do research for an article that I was writing and Rory, my son would be dive bombing off the couch, right? I'd be trying to check emails from clients and Rory would be breaking into my stepson's room and pulling his hair. I'd be at Costco, you know, pushing my stepson or pushing my son in the cart and trying to come up with an Instagram post and trying to remember what was on the list and trying to maintain all of this distance and, 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 and. But worst of all, worst of all, since my time and my attention was divided between parenting and my business, I wasn't doing a very good job of either of those. And I was exhausted. So I really needed to reevaluate my priorities and how I was spending my time. So slowly over the last handful of weeks, I've really started letting go of a whole lot of expectations of myself so that I can slow the F down and be a parent when my son is awake and be a business owner when my husband is able to tag in and take over the parenting sphere. But if he's not available, then that means I have to squeeze in work when my son is sleeping which means in the early morning before he gets up and during his nap and then after he goes to bed. And yes, it's been an adjustment. And yes, my productivity is way down, way, 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 way down. And sure, you know, I've had to let go of a lot of these achievement-based expectations and goals that I'd set for myself. But I'm finally really starting to feel like I'm in the groove. And I'm really starting to find joy in having the kids home during the day which is funny for someone who said and has always thought I was not ever cut out for full-time parenting. So, you know, this might sound like a really weird admission from someone who teaches stepmoms how to be happy, right? But truthfully, I've I've never really liked parenting all that much. And before my son was born and my parenting role was limited to part-time step-parenting to my stepson, I always found it hard. And after my son was born, I still found it hard. I always carried around this story that I wasn't cut out to be, you know, one of those moms who does crafts and bakes cookies and plays dress up and jumps on the trampoline. Like, in fact, in fact, I took pretty much the opposite stance to that for a long time. You know, I really wanted to, my goal with parenting was that I really wanted to raise kids to be so independent that they don't need me. They don't need me that much, right? My metric of being a good parent used to look like, how quickly, how quickly can I make it so that these kids are self-sufficient and that they don't need me? And the story that I was telling myself was that it was my job to help them become independent, right? Which I mean, it is, it is but part of my job is to help them become independent and self-sufficient. But the big hole, the big hole in that plan was that in order to get them to the point that they are self-sufficient, I need to be a parent full-time spending time with them to get them to this place where they don't need me anymore. So this is an interesting predicament for me, right? Like I want these kids not to need me, but in order to make them not need me, I they need me to teach them how not to need me, right? right? Like, okay. Like, hmm, this is me in my head. Hmm, how can I raise these kids not to need me without actually needing to raise them? Right? Brittany, come on. So yes, this is a story. This is just a story that I was telling myself that I didn't really like parenting, okay? That I would never be able to enjoy being a parent for more than a few hours a day, preferably split up into really small segments. But that is until I started applying this principle of presence to parenting, presence, okay? And for the first time ever, I've started to realize that yes, I absolutely am the type of parent who can and does enjoy being a full-time parent. So earlier I talked about how I teach stepmoms the steps to finding value and confidence and inner peace and respect. And the P in steps stands for presence. And so really by, you know, letting go of what I should be doing in my business so that I can focus on the kids while they need me to be a parent for them, while they are awake and while they are looking to their parent to guide them and teach them and play with them and experience life with them. I owe it to them and I owe it to myself, not to mention I owe it to my clients to practice what I preach, right? And being present means just that, being in each moment, being in each and every moment. And what I've come to realize is that in order for parenting to feel fun and feel easy, in order to really sink into that experience of parenting in a way that feels enjoyable, one huge piece of that puzzle is learning how to be present and practicing presence. So what I've realized was that it was never that I was bad at parenting because I wasn't bad at parenting what I needed to lean into was being present while I was parenting. So, you know, I want you to, I want you to tell me if this sounds familiar. Have you ever been trying to have a conversation with your stepchild, for example, but instead of hearing what they're saying, you're thinking about the emails that you need to send, or the deadline that you have to meet, or what you're gonna put on your Instagram caption, maybe what you're gonna make for supper, maybe what you need to get from the grocery store, right? Then you finish zoning out and you realize that this little person is in front of you trying to have a conversation with you and you have no idea what they're saying. So this is what it means not to be present, not to be in that moment with that person. And not being present is really, really, really hard on connection. It's really hard on relationships. If you're not present with somebody, then you can't be connected to them. You can't be connected with them. You can't be in a connected relationship with someone if you're not present with them. So have you ever been you know, in a conversation and you've been mid-sentence and the person that you're talking to picks up their phone and starts messaging somebody or starts flicking through Instagram, right? Like, how does that feel when you're trying to speak, but someone has something else on their mind and they pop a screen in between you two? You probably would feel disconnected. You probably would feel not important, right? Maybe you'd feel annoyed. Maybe you would even feel angry. And over time, you might learn that what you have to say doesn't matter. You might learn that whatever is going on out there is more important than what's happening right here. And this erodes the connection that we have with people, right? This is not being present. This is not being in the moment. And, you know, we all do it. I do it too, right? All of us can get stuck in our heads about our to-do lists and our to-buy lists and our to-sell lists and all of the lists and all of the things. We can all get stuck in our heads about a fight that we had with our sister last week or that we forgot to get bread from the grocery store and we've already been there a hundred times this month and I don't wanna have to go back, right? It's just part of being human that we start thinking about things and then our minds like to follow those thoughts. We've trained ourselves as a society We've trained ourselves out of presence by reaching for distractions that keep us outside of our heads. You know, we that's why we reach for alcohol and that's why we reach for Netflix and Instagram and online shopping. It's to distract ourselves from ourselves. You know, we reach for more overtime at work, right? We reach for anything that we can do to avoid having to be inside of our heads thinking, following those rabbit trails down but when we're so quick to distract ourselves from ourselves, what we've trained ourselves to do is that we've trained ourselves into a habit of not being present. And then when we tra- when we train ourselves out of being present with ourselves, it becomes really easy to distract ourselves from other people, distract ourselves away from other people as well. And I think that, you know, I think Brene Brown would call this a type of armor that people use in order to keep ourselves, to keep yourself from being too vulnerable. Because if you're not vulnerable, if you're not connected to people, if you're not connecting with people, then you can't get hurt. You can't get rejected. So we wear this armor, right? We wear this distracted armor to keep ourselves safe. However, if you're not vulnerable, then you can't feel joy and you can't feel connection either. So when you've trained yourself into this habit of distraction and you've trained yourself out of the habit of presence, then yes, parenting can be hard. Right? Parenting can be really, really hard. When you're not connected to your kids, when you're not connected to your stepkids, then yes, parenting can be really, really, really hard. But something to keep in mind is that just because they're kids doesn't mean they don't notice when you're not present with them, right? Just because they're kids doesn't mean that they're not deserving of connection with you. Just because my son Rory, just because he's only two and a half years old, doesn't mean he's not aware when I'm responding to emails on my phone instead of out in the garden with him picking worms. Playing with him on the swing, right? He knows. And just because my stepson is only 12 doesn't mean he can't tell when I'm not paying attention to what he's saying because I'm trapped in my head worrying about something an internet troll said to me, right? Like, why am I giving my attention to an internet troll instead of to this little boy who's trying to connect with me and have a conversation with me? Why am I choosing not to be present? So just because they're kids doesn't mean that their feelings and their experiences are any less important than mine. And when I whip my phone out or when I get trapped in my head or when I zone out or when I wish that I was anywhere other than there with them, what I'm communicating to them is that they're not important, that they're not important to me, but they are my son, my stepson, your daughters, your stepdaughters, our kids, our kids, they are important. Just like you were important when you were a kid and that, and you're still important now, right? We're all people and we're all important and we all owe it to ourselves and to each other to be with each other in each moment. So what I want to invite you to do over the next few days is really start to notice when you're being present with your kids or your stepkids and really start to notice when you're not being present and this isn't this isn't intended to make you feel bad or guilty for not being present it's just an observation right just take a look really start to notice where is your attention what are you giving your attention to and each time that you start going down a rabbit hole inside of your mind I want you to remember that this is no different than getting your phone out and checking Instagram when you're in the middle of a conversation with somebody, okay? And you can decide when you pay attention to this, you can decide right in that instant when you notice that, oh, I'm down a rabbit hole, you can decide in that instant to come back to the here and now. So it's not about being bad at parenting. It's about training yourself back into presence back into being here right now. Back into appreciating the moments as they come and letting them stay in the past when they are gone. Training yourself back into allowing time to come to you, right? As it always does, time will always come to you instead of trying to control everything around you in order to make things happen for you in a specific way. If COVID has demonstrated anything to the entire world, it's a, there's no such thing as certainty. There's no such thing as control. There's only here and now. There are no guarantees. There's just now. And my favorite thing, you know, now that I've moved back into presence with the boys is that kids have an incredible way of showing you how to be present. That's why a little bit earlier I was saying you have to train yourself back into presence because when you're a kid, you're already present, okay? You you train yourself out of that. Society teaches you to train yourself out of presence. But for example, you know, when my stepson is jumping on the trampoline and showing off his front flips with a huge smile on his face. He's present and he reminds me to be present. When my son Rory, when he's plucking worms out of the garden, you know, when he's running his little sticky jammy fingers over the buds that are starting to wake up on my lilac trees and he's looking at me and saying, mommy, wow, right? He's present, he's appreciating what he has in front of him in that moment. And he reminds me to be present. Kids, kids, children can be the most extraordinary teachers if we allow them to be. And today, you know, here now in this moment, I'm grateful that my boys have brought me back to the here and now, with them. Because when I'm with them, nothing else, nothing else is more important. And if you are, you know, really wanting to lean into how you can become more present in your life, more present with your kids or your stepkids, more present in your relationship, more present with yourself, right? If you are sick of getting trapped in this rabbit hole down your head, clients who have worked with me in the past will know this rabbit hole as Gina the hamster, right? Um, Then I would invite you to go ahead and get on the wait list for the next session of your stepmom story. Where basically what I do is I guide you and other stepmoms from around the world through those steps. Presence is one of the steps. Presence is the P in steps. And when you do that, when you follow these steps, you can find that fairy tale ending, right? It's your story and you deserve a happily ever after. I hope this episode got your wheels turning and showed you just how powerful you are. I would invite you to take 30 seconds and tap subscribe to this podcast. When you subscribe to the podcast, then rest assured you will never miss an episode. And in no time, spinning your wheels will be a thing of the past. Thank you for listening and subscribing. And if you enjoyed this episode, it would mean the absolute world to me if after you subscribed, you jumped on over and left me a five-star review and better yet, a written review. I am on a mission to let every mom and stepmom know that you can create the life of your dreams. And I need your help to change the world. The world needs us thank you so much for subscribing and leaving me a five-star review i will see you next week same time same place for more behind the scenes action and to get really up close and personal with me and our beautiful step family jump on over to instagram and follow me at the step queen Don't be shy. Send me a DM. Tag me in your posts. Tag me in your stories. Let me know what you're up to and what about the podcast has been blowing your mind. I cannot wait to get to know you better and Instagram is my jam. I love you so much. I love you so much. Make it rain, girlfriend.